The Edmonton Oilers are on to round two, and they may have the most lethal power play in recent memory. Brett Holden is here to recap round one and talk about their prospects for a long playoff run coming up on the road to the Stanley Cup. Gil Martin here. The Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup continues as we welcome Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers to discuss the team's round one win over the LA Kings and to talk about their prospects for a deep postseason run. Brett, what was the biggest reason that the Oilers were able to oust the Kings in round one? I know it wasn't easy. It was not easy. And the fact that the Edmonton Oilers were able to do it without Connor McDavid being Connor McDavid. And that was the big thing is even you can take a look at the numbers that Connor McDavid still put up in this series and objectively still very good numbers. But even take a look at what Leon Dreisaitl did as well. Those were absolutely outstanding. But it was the depth players who won these games and eventually the series for the Edmonton Oilers. You can look back to game five with Nick said with his two goals. You can then look in game six with Clem Costin with his two goals. Who Clem Costin in game three played, or in game four, played three minutes and 38 seconds. And he goes out there in game six and scores two goals. And then Kyler Yamamoto wins it for the Oilers, who has been highly scrutinized. I had even an episode, my most recent episode, on whether or not Dylan Holloway should take his his spot in the lineup. So it was all the Edmonton Oilers not named Connor McDavid who helped the Oilers win this series. (laughs) Who would you say, I think I know the answer, but who would you say is the series MVP for the Oilers and why? I think the... Main one everybody's going to go to is Leon Dreisaitl, especially yeah. early on in the series when he, at the start of the series, was on for all 14 goals for the Edmonton Oilers and chipped in on nine of those goals. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go away from who would be the obvious one. I'm going to go with Evan Bouchard, who leads the NHL in defenseman points so far in the playoffs. And as soon as the Edmonton Oilers traded Tyson Berry, everybody went, hmm. Can Evan Bouchard take over this power play? Can he lead who eventually would be a historic power play in the NHL? He led that to, again, that historic season. But now in the playoffs as well, leading the Edmonton Oilers to that first round win, he's looked great in the offensive zone, great in his own end, and that can be attributed back to Matthias Ekholm as well. There you go. Was there a potential weakness that was exposed against the Kings that needs to be addressed before the second round gets underway? Yes, and it, it was the, the weakness that everybody expected it to be. But down the stretch, it didn't seem like it was a weakness, and that was goaltending. The Edmonton Oilers were getting great goaltending down the stretch from Stuart Skinner, who is probably going to get a lot of first-place votes in the Calder Trophy race. But then in the playoffs, a couple of odd goals, a couple of weaknesses. And and you see in Stuart Skinner, what I love about Stuart Skinner is after the first game where they they kind of, they it was a, a late goal or it was a overtime, excuse me. He said, I, I'm kind of happy they won this game because now I know 
how it feels, how I don't want to feel this again, essentially. Then in game three, after the two late weird goals that uh, the LA Kings scored just off of his, his skate, and then he goes, I'm happy they scored that because I know what to do next time. So it's really nice to have that mentality for the Oilers in net. But again, that is eventually how the LA Kings would go on to win. Even in game uh, four for the Edmonton Oilers, he got uh, the pull and Jack Campbell stole the show, which was crazy because then everybody goes, who's going to start Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner and really caused a little bit of a controversy. But if he can get his head back and play the way that he did down the stretch, and that is the Edmonton Oilers' weakness, that would be a, a, a very good weakness for the Oilers to have. So how does winning round one change the long-term outlook of the team? Would you say this is already a successful playoff run? And if not, what more needs to be done? And I think I know the answer to this one. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first step to a successful run for the Edmonton Oilers. There's still uh, a lot more for the Oilers to accomplish because really right now they haven't accomplished more than what they have last year. They're four wins away, but that's still four wins away. Then if you can get an extra one after those four, then you can start considering what the, the is a successful season or not. But this is the main goal for the Oilers as it has been since 2015 when they went up there and picked that Connor McDavid guy. I don't know if you heard of him, but as soon as they went up there and drafted him, it was for Lord Stanley. And that will be the eventual goal, the number one thing for the Edmonton Oilers for a long time. To be honest with you, I think the LA Kings were the most difficult opponents for the Edmonton Oilers. Step for step, the LA Kings knew what to do. They were a great matchup for the Oilers. Speed versus skill, offense versus defense. And you saw just how difficult it was for the Oilers to play against them. Last time the Oilers played against the Vegas Golden Knights, they put up a touchdown and the point after. It kind of gives a little bit of a sinking feeling, hopefully, in Las Vegas. And then you take a look at the extra teams, the extra teams over in the Central as well. And there's not a lot to be concerned about when it comes to matchups, too. So I think the Edmonton Oilers are in a pretty good spot right now. All right. Well, we'll see how that plays out in round two and beyond. Brett, thank you so much. That does it for our Oilers round one review and look ahead for the rest of the playoffs here on the Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Locked On Oilers for free, both on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.